0: you You have located Geekfish Rants. me dijo lo suficiente! ¡Él me dijo que tú lo mataste! ¡No! ¡Yo soy tu padre! ¡No! ¡Eso no es cierto! ¡Es imposible! ¡Busca en tus sentimientos! ¡Tú sabes que es cierto! Hi everybody and welcome to Geek Fest France. My name is Carlos Peron and today we are going to look at international Star Wars posters. I know that in the past I've done some very specific reviews of Star Wars posters or film posters in general, but with the topic of Star Wars International, they're a little hard to find. Obviously, originals are very expensive and reproductions are kind of rare, but I was able to find this poster on eBay. It was kind of cheap. It was only like $12 that had a, what could be considered rare and international Star Wars posters in the form of a collage. That's an interesting word because you'll hear about how I hate that word later on in the show and what they have here is a sampling if you will of many international posters but also it has other posters that are not necessarily international but they're kind of weird and rare but this is a good poster to use as a jumping off point to discuss the international selections that are out there when it comes to you know Star Wars posters and I'm talking about mainly the original trilogy here so Let's begin with International Star Wars Posters. You can collect them all. You are a toy! Batteries not included. Just get those wonderful toys. Details on specially marked packages at participating stores. Is that the six million dollar man's boss? It's Oscar Goldman. How do you have that? That's worth a lot of money. That's much more valuable than Steve Austin. Action figures eat so separately. Hi, I'm Chucky, and I'm your friend to the end. Some assembly required. All your favorite Star Wars heroes and villains. I have three of each: one to display, one to open, and one just in case. All right, as so today we're going to take a look at international Star Wars posters, and I'm focusing basically on the original trilogy. This is an area that I have not yet started collecting, let's put it this way, and I I, I really don't know if I'll have the energy, resources, or time <laughs> to go into this particular part of collecting. Part of it is, it's very expensive, international posters are much, much harder to come around, and reproductions are very, very limited. With that said, I have seen some reproductions of the most bizarre ones, if you will, which we will get to. But the international poster world, uh, when it comes to films, and I'm going to, obviously, I'm focusing on Star Wars here. It's an interesting thing. It's a world on its own. It, It all has to do with marketing and promotion and how certain images project better, attract people in a different way in different countries in different regions and it's a very very interesting side of collecting star wars or or advertising star wars if you think about it because in a lot of situations you know you would figure the only thing they do is they just change the names you know to a different language whatever happens to be the credit on the film or the name of the film and they just use the same art and and they do I would say in the majority of the markets, they probably do that. They just use the same art or some alternative art, you know, that was first requisitioned, you know, by Lucasfilm, let's say at the time, you know, come up with three or four posters, you know, from three or four different artists. And then they pick one to be the American one. And maybe let's use that one for the British one. You know, they'll do stuff like that. So it kind of goes back and forth sometimes which way they go, you know, Uh, will they stick to the original artist for the whole thing or did they go about spreading it out, you know, with different couple of different artists here or there. However, a more interesting phenomenon that seems to happened or at least seemed to happen with the original films was that at some territories they would allow or they would requisition local artists to come up with a poster for that particular film. And that is what brings you to some of these I guess you can call them creative, (laughs) inventive, and just insane renditions of what a Star Wars poster would look like. Now, most of these, I believe, were used to promote the film. I guess if you had to stand in front of a movie theater, some of these posters might have been there. I just find it very hard to believe that they would do that. I mean, I mean, when you see these posters, you'll, you'll understand and you might be familiar with them. But like I said, it's a combination of both. My own personal story is a little more difficult because I, it's hard really to remember. So I've, had to, I've done for many years as much research as I could. And I continue to do research on the, on the matter where I saw Star Wars in Uruguay, 1978. I thought it was 77, but it was really 78. And that is because Star Wars in Uruguay did not open till January 1st of 1978. So, it had an entire half a year worth of, you know, success in the States and in some other territories before, I guess, it started to hit the South American market and some other markets, obviously. But from the research that I've done, yes, it was 1978. And for a long time, I was always under the impression that it was a certain poster that was used. But then later on, as I started to look at pictures, and believe me, it's super hard But I actually found one picture, just one of a poster at a movie theater in Uruguay, which is different than the majority of the other posters that I've seen on Spanish speaking countries. So, for example, the biggest one probably in terms of being able to find the resources or the art is Spain because it's a European country. It had a little more, it was a little more prominent, if you will. So the art still exists. The art is still sold. It's still expensive, but it's out there. Uh, Same thing with Argentina. I saw some pictures here or there of Argentinian posters on the wall, on the marquee of the theater, ads on newspapers, movie time clippings from old, old (laughs) newspapers of what time the movie's playing and which ad or which art they use on those clippings. But for Uruguay, I have not been able to find anything except for one picture. So let's start with some of these countries. Well, I mentioned Argentina before. For Star Wars, they used the Chantrell poster, which I've talked about in the past a little bit. Uh, this is the poster that has all the characters, like kind of like Lucas pointing a gun straight at the viewer and all the characters are around him. This was a secondary poster that they came up with. This was the one that we use in Britain the most. And that's basically what they did. They didn't really mess with it that much. It is not very original in terms of saying that the art has changed. So they really didn't change much in the art. Same thing for their Return of the Jedi poster. Uh, Again, they used the traditional Return of the Jedi poster by Kazuhiko Sano. And then just changed the words on it. Nothing, Nothing fancy, nothing too crazy. Let's move to Finland. Finland, once again... Same deal, Chantrell poster, very standard, very normal. France is an interesting one. For Star Wars, I found a copy of what looks to be something very similar to the Tom Jung poster. The Tom Jung poster is the official poster. It came after the Hildebrand poster. It's the one that's also the U.S. version of the official poster of Star Wars. However, in this particular case, the poster is kind of laid out a little differently. The characters are a lot bigger. There's a lot of less extraneous material around the poster. It's a certain art being used, but it's, it's, it is manipulated a little bit. I also found a bizarre one that is credited as being French. And I really find it very hard to believe that this would have been used at a movie theater. This now falls under the category of what the hell are we talking about here it shows what appears to be a kind of greenish vader head with uh what could be a death star uh what could be stormtroopers uh green stormtroopers with some of them seem to have these weird horn looking things or something really odd surreal kind of paintings or drawing Again, not sure how accurate this is of a poster that was actually used, or maybe they used it for a novel or something, who knows, but it is credited as a French Star Wars poster. For The Empire Strikes Back, they use the Roger Castell poster design, which is the Gone with the Wind version of the poster. It is a somewhat more advanced one, because this particular one has Lando and it has Boba Fett, but it doesn't have Yoda. That poster in itself has its own weird history that one day we'll get to, but it is a variation of the official poster, so that's interesting too. For Return of the Jedi, I found a poster that seems to pop up every now and then. It is nothing like the American version of the poster. It is what appears to be a collage of still photos from the film or promotional photos to kind of make all the characters sort of be near each other by, I guess, cutting and pasting these photos together. It is not <laughs> one of my favorites. It's, I hate to say this, but it's a little sloppy, you know, for my taste. It does, interestingly enough, I mean, it's funny because it has Luke holding Leia just as about there to swing away from the um, desert skiff, but instead of holding the rope, he's holding a blue lightsaber. And the blue lightsaber has this trail behind it, which I guess it's supposed to also be reminiscent of the first Return of the Jedi poster, which was the hands one with the sword and the, the trail behind the sword. So it, it's just a very unusual combination of art that was used. I mean, they, they throw in enough things there to for you to understand what you're looking at. But to me, it just seems... Kind of screams sloppy. It reveals too much. It shows Ewoks. It shows Jabba. It's the type of poster that normally a big movie doesn't want to put out first. That's why I think Return of the Jedi had the hands first, and then the one with all the characters. This one goes right to the... (laughs) Cut to the chase. Here's all the characters. Get in the movie theater. Uh, Again, not, not one of my favorite ones. Germany. Germany, once again, is a very... I I would call it a traditional kind of poster. It has the similar one to France, a very bigger blown up version of the Tom Jung poster, a little more straight to the point, a little more manipulated, I would say. Actually, I take it back. The proportions i think are pretty accurate just like the french one that i said before the proportions are pretty accurate in terms of how it uh, mimics the the uh, us version of the of the poster again this one is primarily a language change just the text whatever needs to be changed for the empire strikes back here is a weird one because for the empire strikes back they use a how should we say this? It's kind of like a collage. It resembles a little bit the Japanese version, which we'll talk about in a few minutes, but it's not. It uses what could be considered drawn versions of photographs. It has the main characters all over the place, but it's just, again, I I hate to use the word sloppy, but it's kind of, eh. I'm not a big fan when it comes to at least Star Wars posters of just grabbing a whole bunch of still photos and and turn it into a collage. I'm not I'm not a big fan of that. And for Return of the Jedi just like before and France for example, it is a traditional Return of the Jedi poster just with a different text. Hong Kong. Wow, Hong Kong is really interesting. For Star Wars what I have is the Chantrell poster. It's a traditional Chantrell poster design except for the fact that the text, the Chinese text is so huge and overpowering it is really so unusual that the text is so prominent on a poster that I've never seen such text before now I don't know if this is a cultural thing it might be their way of advertising and it kind of I think I've seen some I I might have seen something like this before when it comes to text that it, it just overpowers you with text for The Empire Strikes Back, they use a Tom Jung second version of the poster. This is the one with the blue background and Vader holding his hand out, uh, not the uh, not the Gone with the Wind one. Which again, to me, the most overpowering thing there is the text. There is so much big, large font text. For Israel, it looks a little odd because at first it looks like the Tom Jung poster, which it is, but the color shading seems to almost try to mimic the Hildebrandt. Style, which, if you guys remember, Hildebrand was the first one that the Tom Jong was based on. It could just be a bad print or a bad reproduction that makes it look like that, but they seem to be sticking to the original poster for the Israel version. Italy. Italy is interesting. On one hand, I have a traditional Tom Jong version, you know, with just the Italian writing on it, but then there's a more prominent one that pops up on a lot of searches, which is something drawn or something painted by artist called Michelangelo Papuza. I believe it's... He's a pretty well-known artist, at least of, of that time. And it's a completely animated looking drawing. The characters are so bizarre. Moderately bizarre, let's put it that way. Luke is wearing, I guess you could call it kind of like a toga. <laughs> yes. He is showing almost as much leg as Leia is. Leia is like some kind of, you know, Roman goddess. Very well endowed. <laughs> this is very, very Flash Gordon-ish looking. I mean, it is so in your face that it's great. I mean, Luke's costume is nothing. He's wearing like rags basically and he's showing off his chest, which is funny because if you think about it, that original Hildenbrand one had a little bit of that unusual super ripped look to Luke, but at least he was wearing pants. <laughs> the this Italian one, uh, they go way overboard with the with the the sexuality, if you will, of of. Again, I do not remember Luke ever wearing no pants. <laughs> that's all you have to really know. It's a funny. It almost looks like it's a. It almost looks like a comic book. It almost looks like it's some kind of goof. But that's what happens when you get to some of these posters. They do actually go in that direction. I mean, C-3PO looks okay, Vader looks okay, Chewbacca and and, and, and uh, R2 look okay. And there's a TIE fighter out of all ships floating in the sky, you know, fro- floating through space there. Okay, I get it, fine. But it's just so unusual that this actually got traction and was used in some capacity. Really, really interesting poster. All right, up next we have Japan. Japan is really interesting because... They do really get pretty creative with it. And some of them, especially one of them, <laughs> has become so iconic, eh, to me at least, but it is like one notch above the usual, like forgotten iconic posters. Let's put it that way. Let's start with Star Wars. First off, you have the standard advanced one sheet that we got. Versions of this uh, for the American market, which is just the name of the movie and whatever the heck it is That it says on top whether it's coming soon or a long time ago in a galaxy far far away But it is the traditional or the non-so traditional Star Wars logo the original Star Wars logo the triangular pyramid kind of block letters that we got With the first movie as it was coming we have that that's pretty neat Then we have the first one sheet. Now, again, keep in mind that these are the ones that I found, and there are probably more out there somewhere. But this particular one looks a lot, and I mean a lot, like the Hildebrand poster, except that it looks like it has been completely redrawn by a different artist. Luke looks a little more like the likeness of... Mark Hamill and Leia looks a little, a little more meh, that, that um, like Leia, but it's like the poses are exactly the same. It's just that it's been redrawn. It's, it's bizarre. Why would they do such a thing? Why would they symmetrically move some of these, you know, a little bit here, a little bit there? Again, it's a copy of the Hildebrand poster. Now, what's interesting is that this poster that I'm looking at might not have been the first one because it does have in the bottom the icon of um, an Academy Award, which means this might have been a re-release after the film already won some Academy Awards. However, the other poster that I'm looking at, let's take a look here. Wow, it's amazing. These these all have an Academy Award stamp on the corner, so they're not the first ones. Unless, for some reason, this got released after the Academy Awards, which is not completely unheard of. If you really think about it... Well, you know what? That's exactly what I think happened. Japan, it was released on June 30th of 78. Which means the Oscars would have been out already, and they would have been able to capitalize on those posters by putting the icon of the Oscars on them. So that makes perfect sense. As a matter of fact... I did find a picture of the uh, movie theater with that poster, with that art, that same bizarre hildebrand ish art that I was just describing before. But the secondary poster that I'm also seeing here is, again, once again, it has the uh, the, the, the Oscar uh, statue logo on it. But it's a strange combination of Hildebrandt, not modified Hildebrandt, but what appears to be real Hildebrandt art again bizarre with a collage of still photos from the movie so it's almost like they're trying to recreate uh, you know all the main stars of the film with pictures except for the hildebrand vader head and the uh, x-wings kind of flying towards the death star in the background really bizarre combination and again i i don't understand i mean it, it's all about preference obviously but to me this does not when you're and I mentioned this before, you guys heard me say it, it looks a little sloppy. When, when you start cobbling together photo clippings <laughs> and kind of putting them together, a collage, a basic old school collage, to me, it just, uh, I just don't like that. And in this particular case, they're combining art and collage. So it's like, it's even weirder, but hey, that's the way, it, that's how they roll. For Empire, I give them, A lot of credit. First off, there was the advanced poster, which is the Vader head over the black star field with Japanese writing on it, which obviously I assume it means the Empire Strikes Back or something like that. Okay, that's a pretty standard, not a lot of changes to it. But for Empire, there's primarily two posters. One of them is by Norioshi Orahi. But this is a really interesting poster because it's all art, which I love. Some of the art is simulated from stills. So in other words, you can tell that these particular shots came from still images of the film, which is fine. But what he does here is basically take it's his own takeoff on the Gone with the Wind poster. So right dead in the center of the poster, very prominent, you have Han and Leia about to kiss. But it's not the Roger Castell A pose. This is a completely different pose. This is a pose that is actually from the movie when they're inside the Falcon. Very interesting. And then you have the Falcon huge in the background behind them. You have Lando off to the side. Not sure where that picture is from. I can't, I don't remember seeing a still photo of that. Plus what's a little unusual about that drawing of Lando is that his hair to me looks a little too long. So I'm not sure where that came from. Interesting, again, for poster design and advertising design purposes, this is a very interesting poster, because Han Solo and Leia, and even Lando to a certain extent, their heads are pretty much the same size, and they're basically featured prominently on this poster. Then slightly below, you have smaller renditions of the rest of the cast, including Luke in that traditional Bespin, Burger King glass, you know, shoot forward, look at the camera kind of shot, which is like much smaller than the other three. And I find it really, really interesting that they would choose to shorten or diminish his image, which is something that is never done, you know, for a movie poster. There's usually contract things having to do with How big an actor's face should be, who should it be bigger than, you know, the name should be on the marquee, you know, the name should be on top and it can't be smaller than the other person's name. You know, there's a a whole political thing when it comes to how big a person is portrayed. But in this particular poster, it's just bizarre that they would make Luke smaller than even Lando. And that Han and Leia are kind of like the stuff. If I look at this poster, I'm like, this is a story about Han and Leia. With some minor characters underneath, including this guy named Luke Skywalker. Anyway, underneath you have a lot of characters. Really a lot of characters. A lot of art. You see an ADAT. You see the probe droid. You see, there's a Boba Fett there. There's the there's IG-88. There's a medical droid, 2-1-B. There's rebel troops and a trench. There's c 3 pr R2-D2. I kind of see the X-Wing and Dagobah covered in junk, like it just came out of the water. But I don't see Yoda anywhere. So it's like maybe they were trying to withhold Yoda as a surprise. I don't know. It's just bizarre how... They decided this. Now, granted, on the top you have the the overarching picture of Vader, like in the in the night sky and amongst the stars, and you see X wings and you see what appears to be trails from different starships flying in in many different directions. But it is very very interesting. This is again, I like the art because it's real, it's it's authentic. And now that I'm looking at it, I actually see Bespin behind everything, so it's almost like. This is a story of Cloud City. <laughs> That's That seems to be the central theme, you know, uh, by looking at this poster. Uh, very, very interesting. Now, uh, a little trivia uh, about this particular poster. This is the art, I believe, that Lily Letty, the um, Mexican branch of Star Wars figures that were manufactured in Mexico, there's a portion of this art Specifically, if you go like at the tip of the falcon where you see some of these X-Wings floating around, that is the art they use for the background of all the action figures. Bizarre, I know it is a bizarre selection to pick for art, considering that they had a license, you know, to produce these figures. These are, I'm not talking about bootlegs here, I'm talking about legitimate Mexican. Licensed Star Wars action figures that they would decide to use that chunk of art that it just makes no sense. Why would they use that chunk of the art? Anyway, again, this being an international one, it is still one of my favorites, and it's not so much because of all these unusual selections that I just mentioned, but the fact that it looks like art. To me, it looks hand-drawn. It looks warm. You know, it has that... Classic poster feel to it that I, I usually gravitate towards. Now, there is a secondary Empire poster. Now, this one is more, uh, how should we say, photo collage <laughs> And you know how I feel about collages. But this one seems to take us very, very similar, my God, very similar approach. And it almost looks like they took a lot of the art from that other poster that I just looked at and use the original pictures that the art was based on to create a photo poster. And once again, you have the Vader head on the top, you have Cloud City in the background. And this time around, they decided to change the sizes. So it's like, okay, so they're like, okay, they took my advice, you got the wrong sizes here. Luke is prominently figured largest, dead in the center. Same picture, him shooting at the camera and at Bespin. Chewie and Lando, on top of Luke, slightly smaller. Okay, they're, they're the B characters. Han and Leia, under Luke... Also slightly smaller, same pose for Han and Leia. It's that picture, except instead of using art, they use the actual real picture this time. And then sprinkled around the, the edges of this, smaller size, you guys, I guess you can call those the C characters. R2 and C-3PO, there's a Boba Fett, I can see a Tauntaun head. I see Luke going out the Bespin, that window that breaks and he goes out into the, the, the chasm. Uh, I see some rebel soldiers and Hoth, I see a star destroyer the falcon getting away from it i see some x-wings and tie fighters i also see on the opposite end the adats and the probe droid again if this is all in japanese big letters big red letters again i prefer the other one the other one the fact that they're using brushes and they're and some of them are not exactly the same but you can tell this is exactly where the art came from these are the photos that were used but this is a collage so I'm like, ew, collage. <laughs> I see a collage and I'm like, this is what a kid in school would do. He would just cut out pictures of a magazine and kind of put them together. I, whatever. Anyway, I prefer the other one. The other one is it's still, to me, uh, one of my favorite ones. For Return of the Jedi, I don't see or I haven't been able to find any original art for the poster. In this one, they use the traditional, what I would consider to be the traditional Return of the Jedi poster by Kazuki Osano, which is the, you know, Luke with the lightsaber, Han underneath, layout, you know, all the main characters in the proper aspect ratio to each other. This is not the hands posters. this is the secondary one. Once the hands were out of the way, this is the poster they got. Now granted, there's a good reason why they probably used it, and I imagine it's probably because this was a Japanese artist to begin with. So since they are using a Japanese artist for the US, you know, main release, let's say, or the main packaging of most materials, then they used it in Japan, too, because there you go. You advertise to your own people, and you use your own artist. Makes perfect sense. Now, with that said, even though I couldn't find any other art versions of Return of the Jedi, there are a couple of collage versions, and you know how I feel about collage versions. So let's go through two of them right now. The first one is, again, all... Collage pictures, you know, individual characters cutouts. The pictures selected I would consider to be pretty iconic. They're pictures we've seen before in um, promotional material, for example, magazine covers, toys, you know, ki- that kind of stuff. Up top, you have uh, obviously Star Wars and Japanese. And there's the number three. I guess that applies to the third film. Half of the uh, poster art itself is the Death Star Two. And you see a whole bunch of ships flying around, including an upside-down Millennium Falcon. That's an interesting thing sometimes that you find when people make these collages. Sometimes they put ships upside down where they weren't meant to be upside down. <laughs> but it's uh, it's interesting that they do that sometimes. But yeah, this takes up quite a bit of space. And you do have Darth Vader's head uh, kind of looming a little bit to the left, which is unusual. Because I know that usually they like to make Vader the, the big looming... Character in most of these films. Uh, but here they went with the Death Star. This might be one of the biggest Death Star kind of um, interpretations of, uh, at least of this film. Death Center, again, you have your main characters. This one does not have an issue with what character is more important than another. You have Luke in the Jabba's sail barge pose with his green lightsaber. Leia, it's funny because you got her right next to him, and it almost looks like she's hanging on to his arm, but it's not. Is she that? That's a picture they, that you know we, we've seen before. We'll see again where it's him and her right about when they're gonna swing off of the uh, barge. Well, they obviously cut him off and instead put the other one. But it it almost looks like that's a real scene that doesn't exist. Obviously, uh, then you have Han Solo from the uh, when they're entering the bunker, and then you have. As you move left and right, you have other more minimal characters, I guess, you got. Let's see, there's a Gamorrean guard there. I could see an ATST at Endor shooting stuff up. I can see on the right side Chewbacca, an Ewok. I think it's Wicked. Yeah, that's Wicked. There's a Lando shot and a uh, C-3PO and R2-D2 shot. You know, for this not being my favorite style... I find it a little better than your average other ones that I've complained about. <laughs> there's a certain symmetry to the, there's a triangular symmetry and then a big ball in the top kind of symmetry to the location of the pictures, as opposed to the, the scatter shot, you know, like seven-year-old going to town <laughs> on collage day, you know, at, at school uh, design. I, this one is a little, at least to me, a little bit less offensive. Then the second collage kind of poster is interesting because it basically has the same amount of information as far as the the text goes, as, as the previous one I just talked about. But this one, instead of using majority kind of cutout photos of you cutting around a character and placing it on top of each other, here they used squares or blocks uh, of chunk of information, which it's good too. I don't particularly like it because There's nothing iconic that I would like imagine about something like this. This looks more like a magazine cover to me, uh, something promoting Return of the Jedi. I don't like this as a movie poster. Absolutely, I don't like it. However, it is different than the collage type. So I do appreciate the fact that they're using square or rectangular, you know, kind of designs for the individual people on the poster. So, once again, in the, the, the big middle section, or the three quarters of the poster is taken up by the Star Destroyer. You get that classic shot of the Star Destroyer uh, with the shuttle Tidarium and the TIE Fighters kind of flying towards the Death Star. Hovering over the right, you do have a Darth Vader kind of pointing at you. And I do remember, I think that's a um, promotional shot. That one, they did do the cutout uh, for. They didn't do a square. Up top, you have a couple of pictures of the Falcon flying inside the Death Star. I think it's being chased by some TIE fighters. And then the cockpit view of all the TIE fighters coming towards the cockpit of, I think, is the Death Star or maybe another ship. I'm not sure. So those are... You know, very technical, special effectsy kind of shots to use on this poster. That's those are on top. Those those two other squared ones. Then, if you move to the bottom, closer to the title of the film, you have the. Promotional Luke and Leia hanging on to his shoulder right before they swing. This is that picture that I keep telling you about on the previous one that they seem to cut and put a different Luke. And this is the picture in some of these other international posters that you'll find that they replicate and they modify. You know, instead of Luke holding the rope, he's holding a lightsaber up in the air. You know, they they really mess with this picture. To the left, you have another special effect shot of a X-Wing, I think, kind of flying very close to the surface as is being shot up by some TIE fighters on the Death Star 2. On the right, you have another shot of the bunker with uh, an ATST shooting into the ground, I guess shooting some of the rebels from Endor. Underneath that, you got a, a square shot of Han Solo. Again, you're introducing the characters. Then you have C-3PO on R2-D2 next to him as a silhouette cutout. Uh, then to the left of that, under that original X-Wing Photo, you have squares of Alec Guinness, you know, Ben Kenobi, uh, Yoda, Lando, Chewbacca, and Bib Fortuna. Uh, strangely enough, the Ben, the Obi Wan Kenobi photo is from Star Wars. So that is very, very interesting. Uh, you know, this, how they chose some of these. And they, again, not my favorite, but I do give it points for being different, for not just you know, going straight to the cutout type of collage design. The only thing I forgot to mention was the uh, advanced release for Return of the Jedi. This time around, it actually says Revenge of the Jedi, which is very interesting because, again, remember, this was before they changed it to Return. And they, you know, I, I have a feeling at a certain point, they probably made the, the correction just like everybody else did because granted, you know on the Return of the Jedi poster, it does say Return of the Jedi. Amongst all the Japanese writing, you have a little little banner there that says Return of the Jedi. So, okay, that makes sense. Really, really interesting one. Poland, oh boy, are we ready for Poland? We're gonna have to be ready for Poland. Poland is probably one of the top three or four weirdest ones. As you will see in a lot of our looks at these posters, The weirdest ones seem to fall on the Soviet bloc countries. Uh, This is a Cold War, uh, Soviet occupied or Soviet leaning countries, you know, kind of like behind the the Iron Curtain kind of countries, if you guys remember what that means. I'm not sure why these things work out that way. (laughs) Not sure exactly how it worked, but for whatever crazy reason, the local posters that were used or promoted or whatever, because I don't have pictures of... I haven't been able to find pictures of these posters hanging outside of a movie theater. But they are out there portrayed as and labeled as the Star Wars poster. Okay, so I don't know if they actually promoted the film. I don't know how it works. However, you're going to find that some of these posters are the most bizarre things ever. So let's start off with Star Wars. There is a poster... That is basically a whole bunch of words up top. So let's say the credits are on the top of the poster as opposed to the bottom of the poster. And you get the gist of what we're talking about here. And, and they do describe a lot of these, you know, George Lucas, Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill. You know, you, you have the starts of the film. And then there is what appears to be C-3PO from a picture that's been colorized, I think. So it's kind of like a, a C-3PO that's been painted kind of yellowish, more or less, to create the illusion of gold. Now, I'm not sure why they wouldn't just use a picture of him that's already in color. But this looks like to have been a colorized picture. And behind C-3PO, it's just a black background with, like, speckles of white paint everywhere to simulate maybe stars. So, this is a poster that I've seen a number of times. And I could be wrong, but there might be reproductions of this poster floating around because it is so unusual and... You just don't know, like, what is the purpose of this exactly? Was this actually in a movie theater? Not sure. It is credited to Jacob Errol, the designer, the artist. Not sure. We will see his name again. Now, there is another Star Wars poster that is also credited as a Polish poster. And this one is is a little weird, kind of. It almost looks Italian, to tell you the truth. (laughs) Because it's nothing like the one I just described to you and nothing like the other ones that are associated with Poland. This one is... uh, It's just really strange. You have um, Death Star that seems to be in the process of exploding and there's a huge hole in the bottom and Vader's head is kind of popping out of it. Kind of weird. This is what I mentioned earlier when I was talking about Japan. This poster has X-Wings and TIE Fighters, but if you closely look at them, they're upside down. The TIE fighters are shooting from the top, which they don't, they shoot from the bottom. And that's because if you, again, you look at it close, they they printed them upside down. And same thing with the X-Wings, they printed them all upside down. Again, a common mistake that sometimes you find in these posters. There's debris from the Death Star going in many different directions. There's what could be exploding or cracked planets kind of around or floating out of the Death Star. Interesting. That center, you have Luke and Leia. Luke is the the He-Man version of Luke, the, the the super ripped chest Luke. Luke's faces look nothing like Luke or Leia. He's at least wearing pants, so I you know I can't you know I can't fault them too much for that as I did with the Italian poster. She is wearing the proper outfit, but it's just it's it's just it's just not right. It's it's not. And for some reason, it just screams Italian to me, because it looks, it has so much more in common with the Italian poster. Luke is holding a a lightsaber, obviously, but it is yellow, and it is not a, it's kind of triangular shape, very thick at the hilt, and pointy at the tip. Again, unusual. They're dead center in the middle, and they seem to be walking on clouds, and there are these floating rocks everywhere, which I cannot make heads or tails you could see mountain range in the background so maybe that's tatooine possible but they are walking on clouds and there's clouds all around them and then beneath them uh, next to them there's c3p and r2d2 very accurately drawn okay good at least they got them them right the funny thing is that you luke is raising one leg up in the air kind of like he's taking like moon steps like he's taking these huge steps and they actually drew a shadow below his boot on top of a cloud, which is, again, it, this is a trippy one. It's not a. Uh, <laughs> this cannot be a movie poster. Obviously, it doesn't have a. It doesn't have the logos anywhere or anything like that. But a lot of times, you might just have the art, and it hasn't been incorporated into the movie poster. It makes a lot more sense when you have actual text around it. But anyway, so there's. Beneath Luke, beneath those clouds that Luke and Leia are standing on, you have what appears to be the detention uh, center hallway, but at the far end of the detention center, there is like a floating head of, of Alec Guinness, of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Really weird. I mean, this is a different kind of weird. It's it's a different kind of Polish weird, because the traditional Polish weird, we will continue here with The Empire Strikes Back. Okay. This is an interesting one. This one has a lot of text on it, so this this really looks like it could be a real poster. Like it says "Film Amerikanski" on top. Imperium Contri takujig, Imperial counter attacks, something like that, and strikes back, you know that kind of thing. Then you have. Uh, let me concentrate on the words first before we get to the art. Then below there's like a strip that has ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero, dot, 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 start. In English. I don't understand why. I guess it's the film. Okay, it's a film. Uh, okay. Then you have producer, 20th Century Fox, pro- producer. What's uh, Grunling, Mark Hamill, Harrison, Carrie Fisherville. Yeah, there's, uh, okay, there's the stars. And then it says Ritzeria Irvin Irvin Wechner I guess that means director Irvin Kirschner. <laughs> but his name is completely spelled differently. Hey, we don't judge here. We're just trying to make sense of this. Now, the art in the middle. The background, as you can see, it's it's a blue background with what appears to be an eye. There's an eye in the background because I can see what looks like the eyelashes. But then in front of this eye, there is what appears to be a head with red hair and uh, maybe a, a scarf- From the ears, around the chin to the other ear, yellow. And a face that might be a man's face. This is one of those that there is probably zero art that you can connect to Star Wars. This is, again, this is a typical, you know, out there Polish poster, even more out there than than C-3PO, because at least in this picture, you have nothing that has nothing, nothing to do with Star Wars. Really interesting one. Okay, now we got another one. This one is, um, uh, once again, you have Imperium Contra Tekejus, Juki, Jukske, something like that. I guess it's Polish for counterattacks. Strikes back, Imperia, Empire Strikes Back, and everything it says Empire Strikes Back. In the bottom, Gary Kurtz, George Lucas, Film Limited, blah, 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 no actors, USA, got it, got it, got it. The the, the artist of this poster, his name is Mirslo Lamansky. And his name is actually off to the side there. And it says 83. I don't know if that means 1983. However, this is an Empire Strikes Back poster because prominently the two images that are there that you can kind of say, yes, this is Star Wars. There's a giant Yoda head and you have the, the, the front of an adat. Now you could also say, well, maybe this is a return of the Jedi uh, thing because uh, they also were, and if you think about it, they were. No, no, no. This is definitely Empire because this is Empire on top. There you go. There you can't confuse it. Okay. The background is really weird. It's just a whole bunch of like spray painted uh, blobs of paint, black, reds and oranges, and it's just just a very surrealistic blob of colors and then and up front you have a yoda head that looks like it's been taken from, probably from a still but for some weird reason it's like it, everything is very dark and it's like it, this seems to be like a theme of these soviet uh, controlled countries that everything is kind of dark and gloomy and depressing and just just uh it's just there's no joy in it <laughs> that's why that that other one that I was talking about it's so unusual clouds and light and it's like this, this must be a it must be a typo this this cannot be a Polish poster anyway so Yoda's face looks like it came from a photo but it's so distorted in terms of how the colors are applied and how it's highlighted and and there's like what appears to be like a lot of hair on Yoda like I've never seen this much thick clumps of hair coming out of Yoda's head very unusual they add it in the background nothing special about it it's it's an ad ad and it's definitely came from a picture that's been modified you know painted and photoshopped or whatever airbrushed airbrushed in many different ways really a weird experimental kind of poster return of the jedi okay we have two return of the jedi posters labeled as 1984 because remember a lot of times these movies by the time they get to the other countries it's been a little bit of time Let's look at this weird one that I haven't uh, seen too much. This is probably one that has the most recognizable art on it. Really, again, unusual selection. Let's read the the, the credits, if you will, uh, in the in the bottom third of the poster. Uh, Fil Product Americanstechs parat Jedi, Powrat Jedi, Powrat. Return, maybe, I don't know. Uh, Richard Marquand, Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Lucas Lucasfilm, limited production, 20th Century Fox, blah, blah, blah. Okay, got it. So you have four of the stars of the film. Up on top, you have Luke, then you have Leia and Han, just the heads and some blasters being held. And then C-3PO. <laughs> so C-3PO gets fourth billing in this picture. Very interesting choice. You could say maybe that's to throw the sci-fi aspect to it, to entice people into... Co- and C-3PO, remember, was the one they were promoting in Star Wars. The only one they were promoting in Star Wars. So, maybe that's the connection. People can people connect with C-3PO in, in this. Once again, the colors are very dark. It's very There's a lot of black, there's a lot of red. Which is kind of good in a way, because you think about it, those were the main colors of Return of the Jedi. The bottom it has some blue in it, but it's just... The the life and the and the color has been drained from everybody's faces. Everybody looks very bronze ish. Luke really looks looks kind of sick. Uh, the way that they highlighted his like the bags under his eyes make him look gaunt and like like he's been in prison for years. <laughs> Again, very Western block looking kind of design. Really, really interesting for this one. The other one, which is one that I've seen many times before. Similar design in terms of having all the information in the bottom, Film and Produce, Camerikoski, Jedi, Richard Marquardt, all that information is in the bottom. It's blue, it's a little different. However, what you have here is basically Darth Vader's head exploding. (laughs) That is what they chose to use for this poster. So, you have a uh, head and shoulders shot of Vader what's interesting about it is that there appears to be certain sections of Vader's costume that are red so below the neck that I don't know if it's called a cowl or a, whatever that thing that he wears right below the helm the the bottom of the helmet the neck area which is all black they did red stripes so it's red and black stripes on that which that's not what's in the movie The tip of his nose, of his helmet, is painted red. I'm like, where are they getting these colors from? Now, I understand. Again, I know that Jedi had a red and black motif throughout the film or throughout the promotion and throughout the advertising of the film. But I don't understand how they could incorporate it into this poster. But anyway, this poster is is Darth Vader's head exploding and chunks of his head are going in different directions. I... I, I, you can't like what like what are you telling your audience? first of all, you could say well i'm I'm telling this implies that Vader dies of a brain aneurysm or a grenade in his head. Well Vader does die, but not in this manner. Again, it's a different style, very surrealistic, very unusual. I've seen this poster reprinted. This is how nutty this poster is, that it has been reprinted a number of times. Really, really interesting, you know, uh, as one of these Polish uh, posters. Up next, Romania. Wow. I really didn't know they had Romanian posters. I've never really seen one. Really nothing to... uh, (laughs) <laughs> Nothing to crow about here. All it is is a black and white, very faded image of the chantrell poster. Everybody pointing their guns in different directions, and then a big circle in the middle. In the middle with the uh, text rasboli Sterledor." I have no clue what that means. I hope it means some kind of Star Wars something. And then everybody's names underneath. Very unusual. What's really weird about this poster is that. Why would they go red with the information and black and white with everything else? And why would the black and white look so faded like somebody ran it through a copy machine about a hundred times? But the red doesn't look like it went through a copy machine a hundred times. It's really weird how this poster came about. Next, we got Russia. Yeah, Russia. Russia's an interesting one. Okay. Obviously, Russia was Russia back then. This is the the place where you don't want these movies coming out because they didn't want Star Wars. Because I guess, you know, again, for many American films that were considered to be very subversive, very, you know, capitalist propaganda from the U.S., you know, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. And, And that's why these other countries couldn't get their hands on them a lot of times or they had bootlegs of it or whatever. Or the ones that were allowed to show them, they were probably edited down or something or whatever. But these posters are labeled 1990. So this might have been some kind of a, a first-time release, post possibly post or around the time of the wall coming down, where things were starting to trickle into Russia and some of these other countries. So let's try to figure out what poster applies to what movie. Let's go with this one first. Okay, again, this is another one of these posters that I've seen reproduced. I cannot really describe some of these posters you have to see them and hopefully you're watching this uh, as opposed to just hearing it but this is a poster that is I I I just I don't know if this is supposed to be Darth Vader because it's some kind of a cat robot uh uh fireworks going out of his head thing <laughs> There's a lot of um, Russian writing underneath. Uh, I can't really tell what's what. There's a picture in the center of this cat robot, black fireworks all over his head. And then there's a border all around the the sides and top of the poster with these weird drawings of creatures that are... That are like a, It looks like a seven-year-old drew them, and eyes, and triangles, and and ghosts uh, uh spaceman maybe i don't know there is a star field behind the cat thing you just can't you can't i mean darth vader it looks like an insignia an imperial insignia over the shoulder maybe there's the black lines of what the darth vader costume might have but again it's now i'm not saying a. Th- a 7-year-old drew this but i think it's supposed to look like a 7-year-old drew it i think that was the the what they were going for maybe i don't know there's definitely a cat or a lion or some kind of motif happening here because the mouth has jaws in them like a cat like a tiger or 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 a lion and there's the the top lip of a lion and the eyes are two different colors there's definitely metal it's some kind of a uh, robotic head. I wouldn't even say a helmet. It's more like a robotic head, or maybe a helmet. I don't know. But instead of hair, there appear to be these ports with these different flare shootings out of them, like seven different flares and kind of more or less seven different colors. So you could say it's a lights. Are they lightsabers? But they're all different colors. I, I, I just can't... Again, this is this is... Every time I think this is the weirdest poster I've seen, then you get hit with something like this, and you're like, what the hell is this? I just don't understand that one. Next one. Oh, man, oh, man. Yeah, this was a tough one. Um, let's see. A lot of Russian writing, which, again, I cannot understand any of it. I cannot I cannot like link it to any American words, uh, uh, any English words or, or Star Wars trademarks or anything like that. But what appears to be the top, you have a, a, a spherical object, maybe the Death Star, maybe, I don't know, uh, but it does seem to have all these little block squares everywhere, so it's unusual. The center appears to be these, it's like you're flying through space and these lights are coming at you, like these planets are moving so fast, like you're, it's almost like a hyperspacey kind of effect to try to create for this drawing, this piece of art. And the bottom, similar to the sphere on the top, is a gigantic, what appears to be, reptilian head. Now, I'm thinking of Star Wars Empire and Jedi, and I do not remember anything, any creature resembling this gigantic, bold, scaly, green, reptilian-looking face. I, you just, I don't know. Now, let me just remind you something. The artist that is credited for all these photos we're talking about for the Russian section is Yuri Buxer and Alexander Kanstev. So maybe if we do a little research, maybe we can find an interview from these guys, I doubt it, to tell us exactly what on earth were they thinking. The next Russian poster surely does not disappoint. Once again, this is labeled as Star Wars poster. Same artists. And again, a lot of Russian writing on the top cannot make any connection to what it's about. It appears to be the same information, at least as the other two posters. But let's just talk about the art itself. I I can't... Out of all of them, this is probably the least describable one. This is one you have to see. There appears to be, I'm going to guess, three alien-looking head things, okay? The one up front is black, and it has uh, a red eye and an or- and a green eye and a snout for a nose. Kind of like an anteater. <laughs> but it almost looks like it could be a mask that a different alien behind it with a kind of a greenish face is holding because you see some fingers holding that first face. There's all kinds of weird little light colored streaks throughout the poster, some of them going into the faces, some of them coming out behind on the side. And then next to it, another ha- what could be a head of something with a lot of bumps on its head. It's purple, it seems to have one big giant orangish kind of eye in the middle of its head. And another one of these anteater kind of snouts with planets all around in the background. Man, this is this is this is a tough one. This is really a tough one because talk about having no connection to Star Wars whatsoever uh, compared to the first two that had a an inkling of Star Wars. This has nothing <laughs> that tells me it's Star Wars. And the final wow Russian poster. It is so. Strange. (laughs) Oh my God. It is so strange. It's uh, again the same uh, writing. Uh, I don't know what it means. But what you kind of see here is a starry background. The silhouette of what appears to be a cowboy riding a horse. But instead of the details of the cowboy. It's almost like. You're looking at a different picture inside the silhouette of the cowboy. And the picture you're looking at is of many, many electronic devices. Computer circuitries, clocks, measuring devices, all kinds of scientific, technical-looking stuff. Uh, The cowboy is holding a gun that has attachments that appear to be maybe futuristic, maybe not... Again, I, you cannot even conceive what what exactly is happening on this poster. These are something else. These, these are just so out there that they just completely blow you away. Let's go to Spain. Spain is very interesting because the majority of the so-called Spanish posters, you know, when I was doing my research trying to find the Uruguayan poster, most of my searches led me to Spain. And one of the most notable things about posters from Spain is the fact that they are very true, in a way, to the American posters. They're very close to the American posters. Star Wars, for example, uh, we see here a name-only version of the poster. I don't know if you can necessarily call this a teaser, because it does have all the credits on the bottom, but it's just the name of the film with a very slight logo in the middle. It's great because it's in Spanish, which is something that I really enjoy and have a fun time looking for but depending on where you are uh, looking the majority of the spanish posters fall under the Chantrell poster which is the one of all the uh characters shooting their guns and the other one is the hildebrand poster again with the majority of it in spanish and and that's very, very, you know, popular in terms of the most noticeable, easy-to-find ones, let's say. They're still super expensive, don't get me wrong. I've been trying to buy one of these. And forget about an original. Originals are super expensive. Just even a print. I'm having such a tough time uh, locating a reasonable print of something like this. It's, it's really uh, unusually difficult. The other one I found there is the Strusen version. You know, that ripped-up poster coming off the wall. Strusen that he did it with a different artist. I think he did it with another artist. He was they both kind of help each other do it. There is a Spanish version of that. Now for Empire, once again, very interesting. Empire, you have the traditional Gone in the Wind, the Castell poster, everything in Spanish, exactly where everybody should be. This is a, an advanced version of it because this one has Lando and Boba Fett, so it's got you know those extra characters that the uh the the earlier print did not have. Then you have the Japanese version that we talked about earlier, the one that I like that has Lando pretty prominently big and Han and Leia also pretty big and Luke kind of small, that, that weird one. Yeah, that one is also here in Spanish. And they also have a third one that I was able to find in the mix. Which is the Empire's Tom Jung version of the poster, which is the, the Vader holding his hand up in the air. And you have all these characters in the bottom kind of looking up and Stormtroopers charging through the middle. That's a very interesting one. It, it's, it's, it's in the vein of another one that I own as far as Empire goes, as far as originals go that I actually purchased. I think it was the re-release of Empire Strikes Back later on they 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 made a pink purplish version of that, and that 's the one that i that I have but anyway that's how they went with Empire for Jedi. The only one I was able to find for the Spanish market is one that is a collage, and I believe we might have seen it earlier or a version of it I think the the French one had a version of this, and what i 'm talking about is the is a collage type of poster where you have Luke swinging on the rope off the uh, sand skiff, Uh, Lando's there, Han is there kind of shooting off to the side. It's mainly made up of uh, pictures, I believe, but weaving in and out of there, there might be some drawings too. It's a very unusual, convoluted, busy kind of poster. I I, I honestly don't like the design on it, but apparently that's one of the ones at least that uh, was able to be used for Spain, Thailand. Thailand is uh, a little strange because uh, there's almost nothing out there. But out of the blue, this little one came up, which is basically the Chantrell poster with some Thai words underneath. And one unusual little translation off to the side underneath R2's picture. It says, the war of the world. Weird, weird little translation attached to this one. Up next, we have Turkey. And for Turkey, I don't have a... Star Wars one I only have Empire and Jedi so let's uh let's start with Empire Empire once again we're talking about the Tom Jung what would be considered the blue background Vader hand similar to the one we were talking about a few minutes ago except this one has a very nice shading of blue running through it that I really really like I don't think I've ever seen one like this it's very oh wow it's very animated looking if you will a little bit I would say it is art it has a lot of poses that are not very recognizable. beta uh, in the middle with all the ships coming up, that's a classic piece of art, but this particular one has been somewhat adjusted or modified. Again, I love the blue and the blacks on this poster. It's really, really nice. One little note about all these ships is that I didn't really notice before, but now that when I kind of look at it closer, I could see they decided to use the Thai bomber, it's like a fleet of Thai bombers right in the middle, which is unusual because in the film, you only see like one or two Thai bombers, I think, or even just one, I'm not sure, but for whatever creative reasons, they decided here to make it like a fleet of them, which is interesting because that's maybe they were thinking, well, this is the new film, so this must be the new ship, you know, how you introduce new... Technology and new ships and new vehicles in every film, but it's unusual that the artist would have decided to do that You'd have Luke in the bottom looking unusually dark Almost not looking like himself on top of Luke. You have the Luke on the Tauntaun the traditional Luke on Tauntaun picture which looks like they it almost looks as if they went with a picture like they decided to go the picture route on that one. There is a little bit of collage thing going on here. I think they're mixing and matching different things. You have the Stormtroopers in the middle. You have an Adat on the right. Han and Leia look bizarre. Han's hair looks just... It looks like he's wearing a wig. It is the most weirdest looking picture of Han. It it uh, It looks like him a tiny bit, not a lot. Leia looks almost nothing like her. Her hair is like long and black and like... Like long hair, really unusual. You have Chewie in the bottom, I believe it's a drawing. And then you have a picture, again, going back to pictures, of Yoda. This is a really weird picture. (laughs) This is a very unusual poster. Again, this is the Turkish version. Very, very unusual. I'm I'm fascinated by it. And then you have the Return of the Jedi poster, the traditional Sano one-sheet. But again, here they did something weird. They—it seems as if they've added additional art that is not in the American version. They added, let's see, there's a Star Destroyer that is not there. There's a, there's a Macquarie, what could be a Macquarie painting of the Rancor and Luke, and then you have around the name of the poster in the bottom. It's funny because they call it Star Wars Three, Jedi Nin Donusu. I guess that means jedi returning or something like that i don't know but on either side of the title of the movie you have promotional pictures of chewbacca wearing the gas mask from empire and vader with two stormtroopers in the red background again from empire very unusual that they, they they decided to add you know things to this poster which is like why would you do that why would you mess with the you know with such a classic poster uh when you have all the elements already there waiting for you really unusual Yugoslavia, okay. For Yugoslavia, I have Star Wars and Jedi. I don't have Empire, so let's begin with Star Wars. Star Wars is a very plain Chantrelle poster with the writing in the bottom that says "Film sa Moscada Rat Jevideza." I have no clue what that means. It's Star Wars, I guess somehow. It doesn't look like they've done anything unusual to the Chantrelle art. And then you jump over to the Jedi poster, which is, again, very similar to the one I was trying to describe before from Spain and France. It's that weird collage of a combination of art and pictures. Luke and Leia swinging on the rope, and he's not swinging from the rope. He's holding the lightsaber. Yeah, that's what it was. I remember that was bizarre. Why would they substitute that? I guess you got to have a lightsaber, but... It's just weird. All the art, they decided to, go, to, to make it into a collage of combination picture and art. And none of them seem to really kind of work. It's really weird. Uh, up on top, it has uh, it says George Lucas, Ratzvitz Three Povratk Dezazach. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. It's got to be somehow Return of the Jedi, obviously. It does have the, the name of the actors and the director in the bottom. So this is, you know, pretty cool as far as art repeating itself, but definitely not one of my favorites. What's also interesting is that there are certain ones that I did not get into, like, for example, the UK, because they did seem to copy a lot of the same kind of posters we used, uh, especially the Chanterelle poster. You know, that was, it was almost like exclusively made for them. It was, it was so popular at the UK movie theaters. But I did find a version of that weird one, which gets even weirder. The one that I just showed you from Yugoslavia of Return of the Jedi with the uh you know the luke swinging on the lightsaber there's a version of that that is credited to the UK and what's very unusual about that poster it's a little better than that one because it seems to have no pictures it's all drawings but it seems to follow a lot of the same poses from the one from the drawing uh, but it's just much better because the uh, the fact that they stuck to art it just feels a lot truer you know to what at least to what I like, which is the, the the full-blown art. You know, don't do a collage. Don't go back and forth. Don't combine two different things. Don't make it look sloppy. Now, I can see why they didn't use it because it doesn't really, you know, hit you as hard as some of those other ones would hit you. Uh, but for Return of the Jedi, that is an interesting choice. You know, I would imagine they probably also use the Sano poster uh, for Return of the Jedi, but this is a really, really interesting one. The final one I want to go over is another... One of those top th- three or four that I was telling you that it is so bizarre. It is from Hungary. And, wow. This particular poster is credited to Andreas Fevereski. And, wow. <laughs> the first impression I get from looking at this art is like something out of Mad Magazine. The text on the top says, Ksi Uh, i guess that star wars i guess i mean i I don't know and what you have there are this very like greenish dark sky with a very sandy orange hues to the you know on the bottom it is very orange dark orange all over the place it's definitely tatooine you see a bantha and i could be wrong but Something is riding a Bantha, and to me, for some reason... Let me get my magnifying glass, see if it helps, but... I don't know. To me, it looks like Admiral Akbar. And I know it couldn't be Admiral Akbar because this is credited to Star Wars. And all the pictures are Star Wars. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, there's some weird creature. Now, the Bantha has a face of a creature that we've never seen before. It's like somebody decided to put a face on a Bantha. The Bantha is very prominent in this poster. To the left, you have what it should be, C-3PO, but he seems to have extra pieces and parts all over his head. Really weird. R2-D2 is in the front. He looks kind of okay-ish, again, in a Mad Magazine sort of way. Uh, You have some sand troopers there. There's what appears to probably be a sand crawler, but it almost looks like it's just the thread of the sand crawler, not the top of the sand crawler. (laughs) In the distance, you might see a Death Star. I think that's a Death Star. And very prominently large on the right-hand side is what looks like Chewbacca. A very extreme close-up of him, really unusual. And then there appears to be some kind of ships flying and projecting lights into Chewbacca's head. It's, it's a really, really weird, uh, disturbing poster. <laughs> But it is credited as 1979. So, okay, that's interesting. The next one is one that I'm a little more familiar with because I have seen this one before. Up top, you have the same writing that we had on that first poster. And it says, uh, Again, that must be Star Wars. This one is interesting because this one is uh, odd because the main figure appears to be Darth Vader. You have in the background a sky, I guess, or an indeterminate background. Could be space, could be the sky, could be, uh, who knows. But it goes from yellow to red to orange to black. And prominently on the way on the top, there's a what must be the Death Star with an explosion happening somewhere around it. But the main figure that you see in the middle is something resembling Darth Vader but it seems to be made up of different other characters or other figures. So what could be a helmet of the Darth Vader-ish kind of helmet, the nose almost looks like it's a completely separate creature or character. It resembles it, but it doesn't exactly match it. His shoulder pad looks like an R2-D2 dome. So it's kind of weird. His hand holding a lightsaber... It's like a human hand with nails and these weird, veiny, what could be electronic things. Then behind him, there's this weird dragon-looking thing holding a knife. Bizarre. In the bottom, you have what could be the Death Star trench run end. And there's an X-Wing that I guess it's Luke's and it's about to fire its missiles, you know, at the, uh, at the Death Star port. Really weird poster, man. Really weird. I wonder if it's a book cover. But I have seen this before, credited to, you know, the the theatrical release of Star Wars. Really unusual. Really, really weird. This particular artist's name is Tibor Heleni, which will also be credited to the following two posters. Next one up, from 1982... Now, granted, the first one was from 1979, so you figure, okay, that's two years after the movie came out here. 1982, two years after the movie Empire Strikes Back came out here. Now, one of the ways we know this is Empire is because we do see some adats, okay? If we didn't see the ad we could not tell which this is from. It could be from any three movies. What you have is a basically a background separation between blue and yellow. And a big, gigantic, orange sun in the middle, more or less. Or kind of weird red planet-ish. You have uh, Star Destroyers flying, you have TIE Fighters shooting. But dead center, you have what appears to be the Adats coming towards you. But they are so stylized that... You can kind of tell they're adats, but they really barely resemble what the adits look like. The metal doesn't seem to be a solid. This seems to be more like um, like shards or graphs of metal. It's really weird to describe. You have to see it. The basic shape is there, but like the legs are so skinny and tall, and the head is really hard to find amongst the body because it's all kind of clumped together and you see two AT-ATs coming at you. Then in the bottom right, which takes up, you know, almost a third of the poster, you have what I would imagine are supposed to be stormtroopers, but they look nothing like stormtroopers. The, the first guy might be Vader. Okay, it is Vader because he's got you could see a uh, a lightsaber of sorts. So, but yeah, the the colors are off and the shapes are off. And it's almost like it's supposed to give you a hint of Star Wars, but it doesn't look like Star Wars. I mean, the like I said, the Star Destroyers look like Star Wars, but the rest of the stuff, it it gets weirder and weirder looking. Really strange. Then the final one is from 1984. Again, same guy. Uh, and it says up top, a Jedi Viser Ater. I guess that's uh, Return of the Jedi. The previous one said, a Uzarug. I, I have no clue what that means. But anyway, going back to the Return of the Jedi poster. Uh, Now, how are we supposed to tell this is Return of the Jedi? Well, um, the most noticeable things that could give you that hint is, number one, you see the shuttle Tidarium all the way on the top right, kind of flying in a yellowish-orange kind of sky. So there you go. That's a good hint of what you're dealing with. Then in the bottom right, you see a Stormtrooper-looking character riding a speeder bike kind of vehicle so that kind of gives you that hint not a scout trooper a stormtrooper interesting there is a star destroyer uh, floating around in the middle with its back to us okay that's that's pretty accurate but the foremost biggest once again image in this poster is what it appears to be darth vader but just like they've done before it is not exactly a photorealistic version of vader it seems to be Other weird shapes that, when put together, resemble Darth Vader. So here you have basically Vader's helmet comprising of one of the eyes being the Death Star 2. The other eye looks like it's like a tunnel. Again, I have no idea where it's from. The grill is a whole bunch of straight lines. I don't know what they're trying to draw with that. And again, there's a whole bunch of weird imagery that, when put together, it ends up being what could be Darth Vader. On the bottom left, making its return appearance from the Star Wars poster, is that bizarre-looking green reptilian dragon-looking thing with fangs and horns, and it's holding some kind of a lance or something. It is so bizarre. It's just, it's it's exhausting how <laughs> how bizarre it is. This is uh, as I promised. This 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 Hungarian batch is one of those like i mentioned before that it is just so weird that it is one of those top four three or four weird weird posters that would bring us now to the end of our discussion of international posters and keep in mind that we've only talked about the original trilogy more or less because I'm sure there were all kinds of weird ones, probably with the prequels and with the sequels. And, um, but even back then, we already had so many variations. I would like to think that nowadays it's a little more streamlined, less room for the local artists possibly to go so crazy as they've done, you know, on, uh, in the past. But I'm not sure. Maybe one day we'll get to explore that. But I wanted to, you know, take this chance to give you guys, um, you know, a a a look at how gigantic the world of poster collecting could be, even if you just concentrated on international ones. Right. I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. We took a leap into the world of international Star Wars posters. I found out a lot of stuff that I have never knew before in trying to research as much as this. And I do remind everyone that, yes, there are many that we skipped and there are many that we didn't skip. Uh, main reason being that the art is pretty much the same as the American art But we try to go a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit into the variations uh, with other countries uh, when it comes to how far they want to manipulate that art or not at all. But the real crazy ones are the ones that they completely redo the art altogether. As you heard during some examples where you get to the point where the art is so unrecognizable that you don't even know what movie they're dealing with. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Thank you for listening And we'll see you soon here at GeekFest Rants. Bye-bye, everybody. Unerwartetes Vergnügen. Sparen Sie sich die Floskeln. Ich bin hier, um dafür zu sorgen, dass der Bau dieses Todessterns wie geplant abgeschlossen wird. Ich versichere Ihnen, Lord Vader, meine Männer arbeiten so schnell sie können. Vielleicht stehen mir die geeigneten Mittel zur Verfügung, sie noch mehr anzuspornen. Ich sage Ihnen, die Station wird wie geplant einsatzbereit sein. Leider beurteilt der Imperator die Situation nicht ganz so optimistisch. Aber er verlangt Unmögliches. Dazu brauche ich mehr Männer. Dann können Sie ihm das vielleicht persönlich sagen, wenn er hier ankommt. Der Imperator kommt hierher? Ganz richtig, Commander. Und er ist äußerst ungehalten darüber, wie langsam Sie hier offensichtlich vorankommen. Wir verdoppeln unsere Bemühungen. Das will ich hoffen, Commander, um Ihretwillen. Denn der Imperator verzeiht nicht so leicht, wie ich es tue.